gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Voices of the Black and Gold. I'm Nick, your host. And as always, I have my friends here with me, Celso and Eric. Guys, big game on the road. LAFC could have went in, snagged three points, least even grabbed one, walked away with zero, and a, and a beat by Charlotte FC that we just did not predict. I predicted that we were going to have a 4-0 runaway. I was so high on the boys coming back into the MLS. Hey, look, we're going to rock and roll. We did what we did to Colorado. Now let's move it to Charlotte, and we just got ran over. The boys' legs looked real tired. Celso, you sort of caught it a little bit. You said, hey, look, uh, you know, we – we might not run away with it the way that you think, Nick. You know, uh, how you feeling today? Yeah, about man. It? Uh, I don't feel anything. I'm actually pretty numb to that because it's very – it was expected, unfortunately, you know, the short turnaround and you have to go across cross country to play a team that has really nothing to play else else to play for. Uh, end up with, this, what, second and third highest crowd in the whole uh, – you know, in, in all sets of games this whole week. And so – you know, it was sort of predictable, and I don't want to say it, but maybe LAFC was also looking ahead a little bit to the game at home this weekend. Well, not that I am either, but I really believe that maybe the focus wasn't all there, and I do say that because anytime you let it go in on the road early, you're in trouble, and then you have all these other factors that you were dealing with, and it resulted in what we saw, a loss 2-1, to one to a decent team, but it also a bottom feeder. They only had one, what, three games out, three, three games at home. So, you know, very disappointing for LAFC has not proven anything away yet. I still disagree. Not a decent team, a team that we should not have lost two to one at Eric, but again, they showed me, they, they went and proved it, you know, Ashley way getting the gold or Ashley Westwood getting the gold at the 29th minute, Eric. Yeah. I mean, I kind of stand by what I said uh, last show about how this game is. Charlotte's not a great team. You know, they're a team that we should handle. And I also said, you know, if it, we this game kind of looks like a trap game as well, and we're going to need to – and uh, kind of trap game is what it was at the end of the day. You know, I thought, I thought all over the field we just weren't good enough, and I think if, if we were going to add a – another goal to that game it would more likely have been a charlotte goal than it would have been one from us you know i just felt like we didn't impose our will on that game we didn't show who we were at the game and uh tactically i think we didn't do the best with the pieces we had and uh, i you know as as we get into the game you know i i feel like our our defense was kind of all over the place on that one and um you know this 
this game is kind of a symptom of what we've been seeing a lot this season, which is LAFC not showing up to games. And on this one, they were a little tired, but I also think on this one, you know, it's the way we approached the game could have been a lot better. And uh, we, we deserve this loss and it's time to kind of start asking questions about this team. Is this a team that can make a deep run? You know, there's, there are some doubts. Well, hey, look, now this makes a 1-1 uh, split between the two teams. We've won. They've won. Uh, that's now how the series is looking. Mario Gold, uh, Gonzalez did get a goal. I think it was like around the 67th minute. And then, um, you know, Scott came back. Uh, I don't know his last name. Scott Fields or something like that. I think it was yep. 75th minute. Uh, to for Charlotte to get away. I'm not going to lie to you. I did feel once we got the goal, I was like, okay, at least we can hold out, get this point. You know, look, we've looked real slow, sloppy. The legs look a little heavy. We're on turf. There's going to be all these excuses that we can make because we know that our team is excuse heavy when we don't play our best. And then when we got the goal, I was like, okay, we're going to walk away with a point. We're going to feel good about it. And I'd be damned if we defense just didn't, you know, just fell apart again. They just didn't hold it together. Um, and there's one big piece missing, and that's going to be Palacios missing over there that we're going to have to cover a little bit. But I want to know before we get to that, what did you guys think about Mario's goal? I'm going to start with you, Eric. You're mute. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's, it was great to see Mario score a goal. I, uh, I was pretty hard on him the last couple of games. You know, I was like, this guy should not have started against Monterey. Denver, I can see more, you know. Um, but he he took care of business. It was a big boy goal. And uh, some of his hold-up play we've seen, aside from his goal scoring, you know, there's a lot of things I really like about Mario. And it was good to see him put that goal in. I mean, that was a solid professional goal that was cool and calm, and it's what you want to see. And so – I have a feeling we're going to see more goals from him, and I feel a lot better about him moving forward at the nine position. So, so, yeah, I mean, it, you want to see a nine score and 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 do his job and get on the scoreboard. So, absolutely, he needed this goal. It was his third game, right? That he started even. So, you you want this dude to score something? Right? <laughs> we'll take anything, and and it was a it was a quality goal. He took the goalkeeper out. And didn't miss it. You know, it wasn't a penalty kick like you guys said last week. Like Chicharango scored three before he actually scored a real goal. So he 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 found some space. Um, I will say this: the, the, the Charlotte's defense completely lost him. Right, and he's just he's just running by himself in a in, in a two to one, and he has three you know persons body ahead of his defender. You know, so he had a massive advantage. So he's like, okay. You have to make this go, right? He did. It's at this point, I I consider it a sitter, and he did. So that's all I'll say about it. I, he got on the board. It was a meaningless go at the end because it didn't get us three points. But it was very important for him personally to really kind of capture this this nine position. We're still kind of feeling him out, right? We're not really sure if he's our guy. Can, can I uh, can I add one thing onto that? Because yes. another thing I dogged last week is Buanga in the final ball. But Buanga sure. did put a perfectly weighted final ball for him to go around the keeper, you know. And yes, if that he did. A little off, yes, it isn't did. there. So Denny Buanga, yeah. you proved he me did. wrong in one week. Did his I job there too. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. So hey, I want to call myself out on that. 
I do have a question though. Like I am the biggest Bawanga fan and we all know that, but are we putting too much on Bawanga? You've seen after the, after the Scott's um, uh, goal at the, what did I say it was? I think the 75th minute. Um, Bawanga was doing everything that he could. Anytime he touched the ball, he was taking a shot. He was trying to put the ball in and put the ball in. And it felt like he had too much on him and almost lost trying to get it in. There was a couple of times that truthfully he could have made the pass in and even had a better opportunity, but it feels like maybe the weight is on him because he knew that they really needed those three points. I mean, you know, look, we're still sitting in second. Uh, We have 40 points. We're four points behind. We take those three points. We're one point behind. And is that pressure now becoming on Denis a little too much, Celso? I'm going to start with you on this, and I'll come to you, Eric, after. But it did sort of feel after the 75th minute that that's the position that he was sort of putting himself in. And and I hope it's not like he feels like that, right? He feels like he has to do it himself. He took four shots, only one on goal. And ended up with an X goal and expect to go with 0.02. So clearly the shots that he was getting out were not doing anything. And, and they were not resulting in any danger for LAFC. But he did add the assist and found his teammate open when it mattered. But at the end there, I mean, LAFC didn't even have the possession in this game. And for the most part, set back most of it. And you would think that this type of game that actually favors someone like him is very fast and could just hit people in stride and, and, and do the counter. As a matter of fact, that's how LAFC found the equalizer. But unfortunately, at the end there, if it's, you know, a 50-50 ball, we're not, and if that's all we have, you know, we need a little bit more. And you do, you know, you have Carlos Vela and, 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 now, and now Gonzalez, right? So you should be okay with these other two attackers there, you know, to not feel that pressure to score. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, I mean... Well, the thing the thing is 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 you have to. It's a team game. You have to you have to be playing a team game. And I think if if the team starts to lose trust in the guys around them, and people decide they have to take upon themselves to win the game, this can start creating a dangerous balance, or actually a dangerous imbalance on the team, where guys start not passing the ball when they're supposed to pass the ball because they don't trust their teammate to do their job, and so. I, I definitely think with Buwanga, I I think he's done a good job of staying a team player. And for me, like I, I think he needs to stay a team player. I think it can't be Buwanga FC, just like you know, it it has to not be Vela FC. Like we have to have multiple threats or else people will cancel us out, we'll become one dimensional and it's very easy to game plan against against I don't think that he's trying to make that. I just think that but sometimes that's how he, it is. Like he has to get it in there, you know, because some guys aren't making that run in there. And I'm not trying to point fingers at Buke, but him and Bawanga, they're not on the same page a lot of times. And so mm. When I feel like when Bukes in there, you see Bawanga trying to take in a lot more because they're not running at the same mind that even Vela and Bawanga do, right? Like it's it's interesting. Yes. Like, like it didn't. He's. It, it was. I was just gonna come up with a couple of things, Scott. There was a point where uh, Vela and Bawanga tried to do that link up and it didn't work, but neither one of them was like irritated about it. They understood right. that where they were, right? It's like that same headspace is shared. 
it's not the same with the, with some of the other guys. And I think well, that's where Bowanga feels like he has to have it. But you, you, you know? see that – I, I think on the same line, like Colorado was another game. that uh, When, when uh, Mario missed like his third chance like just against the goalie, you know, sitting in the stands, I saw Vela kind of, kind of roll his eyes a little bit at yeah, him. Yeah. And I saw later on in the match also like where he chose not to make that pass. You know, against yeah. Colorado, it was all good. But, you know, when you're in a tight game and you're just, you're you know, you're – yeah, so yeah. for me, like, I, I think no matter what, like, they have to stay away from that. Like, it has no, to be sure. a team game or we're going to get in trouble. Agree. Celso, you had something? Absolutely. Just the fact that he almost – he leads the league be- – sorry, he's second in the league be- behind Cucho Hernandez in shots on goal, right? So he's carrying a big load yeah. of the offense production for LAFC. And, and you look look at the company. It's Hani Mukhtar, Tiago Almada. And Chris Benteke, what, so guys are carrying that? the all their teams. You know, you know. So you you're in good company. So yeah. he he knows that, and LAFC needs him to produce and Vela to have a good sidekick game. And I yeah. hate to call him a sidekick in order for LAFC to win. Once the two don't produce, the result is what we saw. No, for sure, for sure. Now, are we concerned on Vela at all, guys? Are we concerned with Vela? It seemed uh, maybe that he came off a little early. Might have had – I heard – didn't – I haven't heard officially. I was reading, oh, man, did Vela look like he came up with a little bit of a knock walking off of there? I don't know. You know, look, uh, I was bragging about him in the last on the last show about how he was cutting and getting out of there. Maybe they're just playing it safe. Look, he's – He's coming back off that injury. Let's he did really well in the last game. Let's just save him for half of this. He's playing on turf. Let's don't push it. But should we be concerned? Because we need him there by Bowanga, right? So so that's what we're talking about. We need him absolutely. there by by Bowanga. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And if I may go first on this one, I would say that yeah. this is what I if I have some criticism once again the coaching staff and how they, they administer some of these back-to-back games is how they put their lineups in the in the next game. Like this is a game that Carlos Velik didn't even need to play. He could have maybe got some quality minutes at the end, but with the travel, the fact that he had a great game at Colorado just a few days before, the fact that you're deep as hell, you just got a guy, Christian Oliveira, he's hungry, hungry for a start and deserve this so, and you feature Carlos Vela on the road, Knowing that you have Miami in the next, you know, six, seven days, understand the limitation of the player. This is a 34 year old forward with a lot of minutes already for 2023. And I honestly felt that the coaching staff with the short turnaround missed an opportunity to put a mixed lineup out there and not because they're any worse than anybody else. But you should have started the guys that had fewer minutes. Right. And maybe none like Kristav, you know, even. Even even Acosta, right? That guy that didn't start the, 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 the game before. That could have been fresh. And then these other dudes would have come in to sub as needed if you felt the game was going this way. Mm-hmm. Once again, missed opportunity once you have a, a, a busy schedule. Yeah. Eric? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely think the way we played that game, we could have done it with a different lineup and gotten the same result. I felt like one of the issues was, you know, the, the back line was a little bit mismatched. We had Hollingshead on the left side, which he's done before, but with Palacios gone, it was it was a little tough and Palencia. And we saw kind of on 
on a lot of Charlotte's chances, our, our fullbacks were playing way too narrow and they were giving up space and they were giving up gaps. Um, and I also think that this kind of affected the midfield play as well. Uh, I, I know Tillman had a really rough game. He, he gave away that ball on a, on a three versus two attack that immediately led to a turnover the other way. Caught us. We had um, we ended up having Maldonado playing out in the fullback position and Air Long stranded in the middle. And I felt like our whole back line yesterday, just the positioning was just off. And it just um, I, I feel like we could have had a poor positioning back line with a different lineup and with the midfield. You know, it seems like the squad out there wasn't gelling together at all. And to put that kind of firepower in there and then have a squad that doesn't play really well together on that day is, is a little bit wasteful, I think. Yeah. So LAFC, again, they still sit in second place in the West guys, 40 points that we have four points behind St. Louis. Right. But our next game is a giant. Now um, people want to look at what they do in MLS. Look what they did in Leagues cup. That's what you need to look at. They are a different team. Now they are the team that we all are chasing. I'm speaking of Miami. You can write it up. You can say however you want to say it. You can talk about it. You know, they're old. These dudes are putting in work. That last goal that Messi made from out. I mean, this this is just stuff that is – I mean, this isn't a time to slack. And the reason I mentioned about who we are about to go into, because, of course, we're about to cover that game, but we got to talk about defense. The defense, right? We've been missing Palacios, right? A huge part of our defense. We're hearing rumors maybe he leaves, and we see today up he actually was back on the practice pitch. But my point is, is that Hollingshead had a slot over for him on uh, for Colorado, right? And it's okay, that's Colorado. But then we've seen a little bit of a lapse come here during Charlotte. Well, boys, huh, let me tell you, we can't have a we can't have that type of defense against Miami. We're talking about a five, six, seven goal they'll run up on us if, if they if we let them. Real talk. And yeah, embarrass us as champions. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, bro, as defending champions in our house, shoots, no way. So glad to know that Palacios is back on the practice pitch. A little bit scary, but let me ask you, and I want to, before we get into that, is this showing that LAFC needs to be worried about Palacio's position and who we are going to slot into there because he's absent. We have Hollingshead. Hollingshead can only do so much, fellas. He can only do so much, right? So if Palacio's leaves, are we in deep shit? <laughs> Eric, I'm starting with you. You're muted. You're muted, bro. Yeah, I sorry, I don't think so. I don't think we're in deep shit. I think uh, Hollingshead is a, is a competent left back, uh, you know. But I also think uh, he need, he needs to kind of have a little more um, consistency at the position because he's been playing right back a lot this year, and we're just kind of throwing in there. It's good, but you know, if he plays three, four, five games in a row, he's going to be much more sharp. Uh, I also think. Um, usually he would have Chiellini there next to him as well. And instead he had Aaron Long. And so I think this was a big factor as well. Usually Aaron Long has been playing as the right center back with Giorgio on the left. And so that kind of got switched around a little bit. Uh, and then, and then, and then Palencia, I think will be fine to be at right, at right back. So 
if Chiellini was in there, I think the positioning stays a little bit better. And I think with, with that, Hollingshead is serviceable the rest of the year with Palacios gone. But after that, what do we have in depth? You know, if, if that, that's what I'm saying, Eric. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Hollingshead gets hurt, and I'm not, I'm not bagging on him. He is an older guy. We have Kalini, who is the oldest, right? So, so, and then we have a Hollingshead. But these guys are older, and you're asking a lot from a Hollingshead. Yeah, of course he isn't as old as, as Kalini. I'm not saying that. And I'm not trying to – I'm not just, doing that. But just I'm saying, ride ship now, man. I'm just got to ride ship. Yeah. That's all you can do. That's all you, you can know. do. If he rides, if he moves, you got to ride ship what you have. And people get hurt. You 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 just start adapting by putting center backs as fullbacks like Trundle has done it before. Um, yeah. Mama DeFall has gotten minutes this way. Um, and, and last year, Yeti Biaga playing fullback. And if we have to do this, look, there's like, what, 10 regular season games and three playoff games for an MLS Cup game. This is all there is left. So from a hey, volume of game standpoint, before the next season here, the new transfer windows here, and you can actually do things a little bit more with flexibility because contracts are a little bit more clear on the outside of it. I think, honestly, what is there to lose? If there's a good uh, offer for this man, he's, and, and, and knowing what we know about how these contracts are easy, these deals are easy to get undone, wear a Mama Fall jersey, by the way. You know, if this guy has a good offer, he's earned it. Let him let him move. The Dutch League is excellent, and he would play. I, he would play ahead of Palacios, I'm talking, right? Like, so if, if there is an opportunity for him to move, LAFC will be fine. Uh, Palencia is the guy, right? He's proven that he can do that. And if... You know, again, if there is a good offer for Palacios, he's earned it. And maybe he's a guy like Mama Dufal, whoever's left, that is going to have to pick up the minutes out of position. Well, it's funny that you say that because Mama Dufal was scheduled. Uh, we were hearing now that he might be on his way yes. out. And we might have that done by Friday. If it's going to be done, it has to be done by Friday. Uh, and that's another big hit to LAFC's roster. Um, you, you're now you're talking about maybe a Palacios, maybe a fall. I don't see Palacios moving. I, I think it would be silly for the club to even think about that. I can understand the fall situation. It, he isn't getting the time. I don't understand how he gets the time. No, how he doesn't get the time over um, uh, Maldonado. I, I sort of thought that he was going to get it, but he did. No way, dude. I mean. Yeah. It's, I. It's not like. Oh, I hate to say it, but it. We don't exactly look like world beaters right now, you know. Like if Palacios gets an offer now, like saving him to make like that last trophy run seems a little bit, a little bit arrogant as well right now, you know. Like this team to me again, and I'm sure, especially that Charlotte game, and we're gonna, you know, we're we're very likely going to be playing at least one road game in the playoffs this season. And we do not look good in the road. You know, we do not look like that team that's going to storm to the cup like we did last season. So I think moving pieces now, like it's hard to hold Placio back for a deal that might not be there this winter because we're chasing some, some cup that's probably, you know, laws of probability have us a long ways away. I'm sorry. I hope we do this. I want us to do this, but you know, it's like minor rebuild. We have a core of guys that are going to be important next year that weren't here at the beginning, you know, so much at the beginning of this year. So we're going to be looking at a very different roster. And if it's time for us to move on from left back and find that next left back for LAFC to do what Palacios has done the last three years, then it's time. Let him go. It 
the rumor is it's a team that's playing Champions League, and you know let let Diego go take that next step to Europe because it's an it's at least a player going to Europe to a UCL side from LAFC, and this is something we've been wanting to see for a long time. No, it's fair. I mean, that's a fair point, so so I just don't want to lose him. You know what I mean? I just don't want to lose him. Yeah, we we don't want to lose these players, but his position, like you know, for example, I'll give you an example: Kai Wagner's contract's going to be up at the end of this year, and, and there's like three other f- left backs, including Feyenoord left back, which was a San Jose Earthquake former back. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. That Perez, he's sitting there, not playing, not picking up any minutes. So LAFC will have options for a position. There's plenty of guys out there to pick up a name for next year. For this year. They are comfortable with Sorry Palencia playing. And and Ryan Hollins that is just playing, you know, better than anyone is expected. So again, if if something comes, he should go. And Eric, I would just say this, man. Like, yeah, it doesn't look good sometimes for this team, but the Charlotte loss is a really unfair one to judge the team on because of the travel and the short turnaround. And I, I just cannot make anything out of that particular game. And if you navigate within the conference, all right, within the conference, and you look at who's winning at home, there's no better team than LAFC and St. Louis, outside of St. Louis. So, yes, you're going to have to win at St. Louis, and we're going to have a chance to do that. But no one in the Western Conference right, scares me or LAFC having to go in their home to play that game. Who are you scared of in the West right now that you don't think LAFC can take on? The problem that we've seen with the LAFC is when they travel East. That doesn't work, but you're going to have to do that this year to win the MLS Cup, whether it's at Cincinnati, Miami, or, right, Philadelphia. It's 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 not that there's a team, particularly in the West, that I'm scared of. You know, as I was just saying to everybody in the chat, on paper, we can beat any team in this entire league. We can beat anybody in North America on paper with this team. The problem is this team is just inconsistent showing up. And when it doesn't show up, you know, I, I think we, we don't show up to a game in the playoffs. Any one of those playoff teams is going to send us packing, you know, and this, this is what it is. Like we end up falling flat in must, must do situations. And when it comes to do or die, we've been choosing die like way more often. And so when we, you know, when we come to it this postseason, you know, you need this killer instinct and this seriousness from everybody on the team to make a deep run, you know, like you can tell when a team is hungry for it when they're not. And when I see our team, I see our press conferences. We just don't look like a team that's hungry for it. We, I don't see the killer instinct in us. So it's hard for me one Jones, Sam Vines, Andrew Brody. These are your options, my man. Let him I go. Understand. I agree with Eric. I don't feel it either. I don't feel it either. I almost feel in a way, and I hate to say it, is that we just thought that it was going to come handed to us, you know. And now we got to move into the next one because handed to us is something that will not happen come Saturday, boys. It's not going to happen. Man, we, we yeah. shot our shot this season. Like, we yeah. we shot our shot this spring. And, Miami's and, going to oh, come in blazing against us. They're going to come in blazing against us. They they want to they prove something, right? 
last time yeah. Beckham was at BMO Stadium at that point it was called Bank. All all the thirty two fifty two chant at Beckham. You look remember lonely. y'all remember all that? Remember all those those videos? You look lonely. Went, yeah, you look lonely. I remember it. My first game. Well, what we can't let happen is we can't make them look make us look lonely out there while they're scoring and when our boys are walking around bitching and complaining. Because guys, these guys are putting goals right now. They're putting goals. Messi is averaging, I think it was a goal every 50 minutes or something like that. It's wild, dude. Um, their team is coming together. The the team really looks like they're hype and excited about you know what they have going on. And LAFC has to be the team to come in and, and not say, hey, this is just another game, which that's what Dolo said. Hey, it's just another MLS game. I get that. I'm not saying you have to go in and act like this is a, a championship game, but accept the fact. Is he we wrong? want to be the first team. Yes, to- he is yeah. wrong. 100% wrong. Yeah. Well, and, and number one, correct me if I'm wrong. Since Messi and company have been to Miami, they they haven't lost. Not only have they not lost, they've won every single game. No draws, yes. right? They No, they drew, they drew Dallas, right? So they went to the PKs. Oh, yeah, but yeah. they still – yeah. But they and then they beat them, and now they're gonna, and but, now they're gonna play Nashville tomorrow, right? So look, that's gonna be at the, end, at the end of the day. You know, here here's the other thing, and we we're, we're sitting at ninth in the supporter shield rankings right now. It's not, you know, again, if we're not gonna win the cup, which is looking really really hard. I mean, maybe we get super hot at the end. Let's be optimistic. All right, great, but like otherwise, how are we playing in the continental tournament next season? You know, it's we cannot afford to drop points. This Miami game is just another game, but all of these games are so much more than just a game at this point in the season. We need points. We yeah. are, you know, I agree with we that. need to rack them up. And this is a home game. Like this yes. is this is pretty much pretty close to a must win if we're going to challenge for one of those CCL spots of which there, you know, you could be the top six or seven positions that end up getting a CCL spot if if everything shakes out a certain way, you know. And we're sitting at ninth, you know, and we got four or five teams that are only a couple points below us. So, like, we have to not drop points this season. Dropping three at home to Miami is going to be rough. We're going to St. Louis to play them in their house. Those are going to be very hard points. Like, we've talked about how our schedule is rough. So. There, none of these games are or just games anymore. I mean, these games have a much bigger importance because of where we sit compared to everybody else. So, Celso, what is your expectations for the Miami game? S- same expectation of a good team that travels across the country on a short rest. They're going to be – their legs are going to be tired. And I see no sign impose their game at home. This is a team that's coming in hot, but they're going to just essentially run into the fact that they're an older team with a lot of miles behind them. That – league's cup run was impressive but it cost that team something and they are humans they're humans i know they got Lionel messi but they've been giving gift after gift after gift at the end of games that should have been ties that should have been losses and were not so i believe it ends this week again i'm not sure about it but miami could be looking at a week that they go oh and two after losing to nashville and lafc Right, because LAFC will be rested, no excuses, plays well at home, and it's getting a team that is now coming in 
after a tough, tough game against Nashville. So I do not believe Miami will be able to come out of this week with six points, and we will have a different um, you know, image of this team next week. Lastly, on the schedule, I'll just say this. After this game, it's Portland on the road. We should win that because that team is disarray. And then it's Galaxy at home. We should win this because that team is that team, right? And then it's St. Louis away and Philadelphia away. So now the tests begin. And I think by the end of um, this month, we'll know what kind of team we have in our hands. If they can survive this hot little, you know, next five games here. Because after that, things calm down a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this this comment right here, Miami may get more trophies than us by the end of the season. Okay. Oh, forget it. They're, like, not even – It sort of does trophies. hurt, though. Uh, you're talking about the Open Cup. So, like, if you're going to count that as a trophy, you're listening right, to the – you got to count it. It's the, it's the longest it's last one. We had a choice. We could have got CCM. No, yeah, you could have gotten that. But instead, we watched Ricky do what he does. And I posted a record of the team ever since Ricky did that at – the bank that was bad juju man i didn't like that but we chose that and we got to live with it and not compare ourselves to the thing that we weren't even going for in the first place wow. it's just the open cup and by the way go houston go houston <laughs> uh i think miami wins it i ain't no lie i'm watching hey man houston's a scrappy eric, team eric they expectations are. on the miami game man eric what is this me i have to yeah, go first what's up, eric? so Expectation number one, I'm wearing an away jersey tonight because I typically will wear an away jersey before away games and I'll wear a home jersey before home games. And I just am not sure if this is going to be a home or an away game here on Sunday. So I'm going for the away, you know, because and I always love this green jersey. So I think it's going to be a circus, a complete fucking circus on Sunday. And uh, I think for... Those of us who are like dedicated LAFC fans that like are obsessive about this and this whole messy shit is just some guy in our league, but we bleed black and gold. I think the game's going to be really annoying for us. And I think the fans are going to be annoying and we're going to have to try very hard to be on good behavior and not start talking a bunch of shit to casuals who are showing up and paid a bunch of money to watch Messi when they're really coming into our house that we fucking love, you know, and, and messing it all up and not respecting it. So I think this is going to be a very big test. Number one. And number two on the field is I have no idea what to expect. I want to see LAFC come out and just take them straight to the curb. But you know, I, I don't know, man, this, this Charlotte thing's got me kind of shook right now. So I just don't know if Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde is going to show up. Uh, I want whichever one is the one that kicks ass to show up in a good way and whatever one is the crazy one that sucks to not show up, and I'll be happy. Sunday. I said Saturday. That's right. The game is on Sunday. It's Sunday with action. Um, which is uh, Sunday action. We always like to have some Sunday action. Um, yeah, so let me ask you guys who your lineup is going to be because, see, you know, we're talking about how bad the defense was this last game. They fell apart. Colorado, they looked okay. They fell apart on there. I'm thinking that Giorgio Collini is that definitely has to be in there. Has you got to have the old veteran mm-hmm. in there going against Lionel Messi, sort of to get you know. As I've said from the beginning of the time that Giorgio came on here, he's going to be the general on the on the on the on the field for us, and then we're going to put Long beside him. 
Um, you know, uh, obviously Palacios is going to be back in there. He has a week to train with the boys, get back acclimated after being gone for the two weeks. Uh, so I expect to have him in there because we need him. Um, but the, 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 the thing comes for me is, is it going to be Hollingshead or Palencia? I know that most are going to go for Hollingshead. Uh, one thing I like about Palencia is going to be his speed though. And someone that will be able to really sort of keep up with the messy on that side is something I would like. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of torn about on the back line. I would like to hear where you guys are on the back line. Celso, I'll start with you. Yeah, I just I'm I'm just trying to think here. If 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 Palacios is back, Hollingshead will play right back, which means he will have to deal with Jordi Alba on the left, right? Yeah, and I don't that like is it. a tough assignment, but he's been great at home and he deserves to be the guy to start um, over Palencia, which I've seen fail a couple of times on the crosses. The low crosses, a couple, including the first goal, right? Feels to me that is a little bit of a weakness for him. It's just not fast enough to react to those low crosses coming in. The other one I think of is the one that he scored against us. So, you know, I give Hollingshead the benefit of playing this game for us, and Chiellini should start as well. That's yep. my defense. So, uh, Eric, where you at on that, man? Well, I have two. I have what I think is going to happen and what I want to happen, which okay. and what I want to happen is definitely <laughs> not what's going to happen. Well, so, serious. What what I think is going to happen is we're we're going to have uh, Diego Palacios and Giorgio Chiellini. Giorgio has to start this game because Giorgio has the most experience dealing with Lionel Messi than anybody else in the entire league of MLS. So he's got to be there. Um, Palacios as well. Aaron Long and Hollingshead on the right to deal with Alba. I pretty much agree with everything on that. Now, what I would like to happen. What I would like to happen is Giorgio on the left, Aaron Long in the middle, Hollingshead on the right. But instead of Palacios, I'm putting Mamadou Fall in there with the instructions of you sit one foot off of Messi this entire game and when he touches the ball, you push him over. And that's it. And then otherwise... So you like, want that, huh? Okay. Yeah, I want I want Mamadou Fall to man-mark Lionel Messi the entire game. And then you have Giorgio to kind of like watch for it and, you know... Miami has other players that could be could beat us and and let those players beat us. You know, it's that uh that eighteen year old fella and um I don't know the roster in front of me. They have the other guy up on right wing that plays also. You know, they have make make those guys beat us. If we do that, it won't be messy. I think Hollingshead will be okay with Alba because you know I think fatigue will get him a little bit. So I think Hollingshead will be okay and. And that's how I would deal with this mess. Ilya Sanchez in there as well to to do his best on Busquets. And, you know, you just kind of manage it. You know, I, I think Busquets can get taken out of the game if you take away his options. Okay. All right, so since you're already talking, you start us off with uh, your midfield, and then Celso, you go, and then I'll follow uh, after you. Eric? Yeah, the, the, the midfield, the midfield I would go with uh, Ilya Sanchez, Kellen Acosta, and Matush Bogush. Okay. Any explanations on any of that or no? You're good on that. No, no. I, I, I think that's probably our, our strongest midfield. I, I feel like I wasn't super happy with Tillman's game. I haven't been that happy with Tillman's game here over the last month that if I'm, we're going into like a critical game, I mean, 
I think if it's him instead of Acosta, if Acosta is a little bit um, dealing with a nagging injury or something like that, you know, I, I think the drop-off isn't huge, but I do think that um, I'd rather have Acosta and Ilya Sanchez in there instead of him. And I think we need that creator in, in Bogush over there. I think putting in Tillman instead of Bogush just kind of takes away some of our creativity moving forward, and it, it turns into a bunker lineup. Got you. Celso? I, I think I have the same question. When do you plug in Kelly Acosta, whether he is more efficient off the bench? Because you know he can't go 90, unfortunately, in, in that you know 4-3-3. And at the end of games, teams have been vulnerable to Miami. Miami started the last game on a 4-5-1. It was a really funky, and, and Messi was not playing. Um, he was obviously coming off the bench, but they were playing in an extremely defensive manner against the New York Red Bulls. I have no idea what Tata is going to bring when he comes here against a more offensive team in LAFC. But yeah, as far as the midfield goes, you repeat what you did against Colorado, I believe, which means Acosta off the bench. Why? Because... Looks like Messi may be coming off the bench then, right? Because he's going 90 tomorrow against Nashville. So he's going to do his beautiful 20 here to give everybody a taste of everything. So you give Kelly Acosta those minutes to be the one defending Lionel Messi. And hopefully he can do the job, man. Like, I, I get worried about him defending guys, you know. But I think if he has a short, you know, stint in terms of minutes, he can do it. Um, I'm like Eric. I was not happy with Tillman at all. Uh, this last game. Uh, but I also agree with Celso that I want him in the starting lineup. Uh, I feel like he's going to start the game best for us. I'm also with Celso bringing in Costa towards the end, being fresher, uh, to have that IQ that we want. Um, because I, I see, I, I think, oh man, I'm just being honest though. I think Costa has fell off a little bit for us also. I haven't been super impressed this year. I know he got hurt, and so there's a slow. There's something slow in there, and so for me, it's been a little off. But if we bring him in as a super sub, where he isn't going to try to save that energy, and he can just burst it out for that 25, 30 minutes that we need him to do, um, will help us with the messy. And I, I really like that. I really like that idea. Um, I do see this one saying that they don't think Messi will start. I actually do think Messi is going to start this game. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that he is going to be a sub in for the Nashville game. Okay. Um, that's what I think. I think that yeah. he's played so much that he, it's a midweek game. I can see him being a sub. However, he was subbed in on the last game, which we know that he don't like. So right. if it's not him subbed at in, in the half, he's going to do a play the first half and then be subbed out the second half and be ready for us where he does a full game. I don't see Tata – not playing Messi against the, um, you know, the, uh, the, what was that? Well, he's got a flexi here, but I think he's also a skilled manager to know that his best chance at three points is when against Nashville in a few days. Right. So, but uh, you know, I, I, I agree with you. If he doesn't see the game going his way, maybe he pulls it in the second half and then. Yeah. I mean, because listen, man, we are the defending champions. Yes, and he's are. coming to our house, and they will want to win that game to sort of prove a point. 
it's more about them proving that point. It's not just about another, you know what I'm saying? Like it really is. No, man, but short week, that Sunday night window for the East coast teams is a beast. It's remember when new England came to visit earlier and we just ragged all that team. And so I have a feeling that because of all these other things in terms of travel and such, we may be looking at one sided affair towards the LAFC and they might just want to show Nashville what's going on. Oh, Eric, you're muted. (laughs) Eric's just having a good time. Yeah. I've been, I've been like really fucking up on my mute button tonight. Um, Anyways, let, let me just, let me just throw out there. Aside from like acting my finger, there's an act of mother nature. And what is mother nature doing in Florida right now? She is hurricaning. And I think that, the pot there is always a possibility that this game gets rescheduled that they have for tomorrow because it's in Miami. The hurricane is hitting north, but hurricanes spin off a lot of lightning as well. So it's always possible this game gets delayed and we face a fresh, fully rested Miami. That would be crazy too, bro. Cause then you know he's going the full. Like yeah. yeah there's a great off. possibility because it is a very big hurricane coming there. It's gonna be in Jacksonville. Beyond, so they better not do that in Major League Soccer. I'm watching you. Beyond soccer, we hope that people in Florida say but, say yeah. real talk. But and you know, Celso, it's these big storms, it's it's not the rain, that's it's true. the lightning, you know, and, and yeah, it true. very easily could be throwing lightning off of that storm that's in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Celso, all right, let's hear your um you're gonna do the front three, man, and then uh Yeah, Eric, the front three is the most and I'll end it again. I think this is the most boring thing we, we can do, right? Because it seems so established. And now, you know, as long as Vela is healthy, and we believe he is, he's going to start on the right. Um, I almost want to talk about the subs, you know, who's coming in for who, because I think it's more exciting in the front because we're so deep up front. But obviously, you would have the Nemo on the left and Mario Gonzalez in the middle. So, so, Mario, so I guess my question to you is Mario is already set. Oh, yeah, because you don't really have anybody to really kind of plug in there, right? That really, you know, everybody else is sort of a winger or kind of likes to play more wide. So the fact that you have like that big body, that big presence in the middle, you know, he's really he has no competition. Yeah, but what about Christian, the new kid? You're going well, Oliver, to me, he's just a, a, a native right winger that likes to diagonally attack the box. And has a good shot. By the way, he played really well against against Charlotte. If that, that was the one thing I really wish that the, the coaching staff would have done is given the the guy, a, 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 you know, a, a, the starting nod there against Charlotte, just catch Charlotte off guard as well. Maybe Philly or Stuff as well, but no, it didn't happen. All right, Eric, same, same, same front lineup. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I like Olivara, and he. Yeah, every time he gets out there, I just like watching him play, and I almost wish. I almost wish that like he would get more of an opportunity to play, but I mean Mario, yeah, I'm the same thing. Like Mario's got to start up front. I see what you guys are saying, but I gotta say, man, I'm all about that dude. I'm all about that kid. Like I like him, and I don't know if it's that for the last seven years we've never really had a nine. I mean, we've had one with Dio that was like the poacher and Christian uh, Ramirez. You know, they poached a lot, but. We've always really been about the rotating situation, and we get that when the kid is in there, you know, uh, Oliver or Christian, however you want to call him. Like, yeah, the false we get nine. that when he's in there, and I like that. And I like 
I like what he brings, the energy that he brings onto the pitch. Um, I know that Mario is probably going to play, but I do have to say, if he is having an off night, you bring him, you go on and call that real quick and bring in the kid and let the kid have some time too and see how he does, man. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad letting one do half and the other one doing the other half and going to where we do the rotating situation. I really wouldn't, to be honest with you guys. I know that's probably not going to be a popular thing, but I really would not mind it, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't so mind it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it either. Um, but the the thing is, is we we just have that hold up guy in the middle that we haven't had since Ramirez and Dio, you know. And I, I was making me think too. We've been doing where the front three continues to rotate in, into a false nine, but when we had Dio and the big body in the middle, you know, Rossi and Vela would just rotate. They would just That's invert. Right. It. They would switch his wing. Yeah, and so this is a whole different dynamic, I think, that might – We don't do it. We, we aren't doing it as much, right? They're staying no. to their areas. And because Bolong is such a native left, and, and Carlos is – again, it's these spines. I call them spines of the team. But yeah, yeah. Guys, is, that what, is that why teams are figuring it out? Because we always kept them on their back heels yeah. so, so from the switching around. They never knew. Well, they switched. I, I kind of like the switch, but then sometimes, like, I would just not. It would. It would just be fun, like, if you're watching, like, one player, like, oh, I got to see the other player now on this side. But I never felt like the switch worked. You know, it was just random, and I just didn't like it. So I, 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 put, I, I feel like the switch was happening because the first thing wasn't working to begin with. So I don't believe LA should do the switch anymore. Well, I've seen yeah. four. I've seen someone believes that it would be a four-one victory, LAFC. That's that would just be an absolute. Huh. Blowout, stunning, possibly um, stunning, right. stunning score for LAFC. If we could get, I'll that drink guy. to that. Uh, I, okay, I'll drink. I'll smoke. I'll <laughs> do it all to that, man. That, that would be a but, great victory. Hand Miami their first loss, four-one victory. Uh, LAFC looking like a monster coming out of that. If that was the case, but I am interested to see what do you guys think this score is going to be. So, so you've said that you think it could be a good one. LAFC could walk away with it. Four-one is their is their um you know their their guess well what are you thinking over here man yeah i think lafc is gonna come in trying to show that they're the aggressor which means they're gonna run up the score now what we know about miami is they can score as well they've been excellent in i believe in the goal fest the the travel will impact miami's game and i do believe that this game tomorrow is going to be a battle and i'm starting to Feel that Nashville and Miami are going to be a rivalry now, right? Because they are essentially the two better teams in the conference, which will allow LAFC to get here, um, you know, encounter a team that has really put a lot in their last two games against Cincinnati and against this team. And maybe LAFC will find ways early to put 2 nothing. Maybe Messi gets a goal. Now it's 2-1, to one, but LAFC puts away, and I'm going with 3-1. As my final score, three one LAFC. Hey man, I'm seeing seven five over here. Also, Eric, I mean, what are you thinking, man? I, I can see. It, look, it could be a high scoring game because both teams have guys that can do it. I mean, it I feel like really I want to continue my theme of hedging every answer to have two answers. You know, there's, okay. but I, I, I won't do. What do you think it's going to be? The, and what do you want it to be? Yeah, no, I'm going to switch from the what do I want it to be into 
what happens if the game is delayed tomorrow and, and they don't play? Yeah, oh yeah, then my prediction changes completely, by the way. Yeah. So I, I think I think if if there's a rain delay, we're gonna look at a two two draw. And I think if Miami does have to play, we're gonna probably look at like a a four to two or a three to two victory, because I think we'll get the offense right and we're not gonna stop Messi. He's gonna score in front of our crowd and everybody who wore their fucking Argentina jerseys. No offense, Argentina fans. It's just not appropriate for LAFC. And whoever wore that there is going to be super happy and excited that they just paid $1,200 for a ticket to watch some team they don't care about. But Messi was there. And us LAFC fans are going to go home with a W with the music going, ba, 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 as it plays like, the, you know, that, that song. Thank you for coming. Uh, Celso, what would yours be if there is a rain delay? Yeah, I would push this to a tie. And honestly, I, I could see actually going the other way. And this team coming into BMO and giving LAFC more trouble than we can handle it, you know, kind of like what happened against Houston. This is going to be a very interesting part of the schedule for LAFC. I'll be the last fight, the next fight games is everything for this team. I will be watching very closely, very closely these next five games. And I do believe if this team comes in rested here with all this ego and everything is going on, it's a two, it's a two to one Miami win. And I'm calling in here. Eric yours is a four, two, but still with LAFC winning. Yeah. Yeah. Four, yeah, two, two. Yeah. He said it was two, two. two, two if, if they, if they, play nice, if the game goes, four, I believe that if they come in here rested with their full guns, all blazing, catch the LAFC is sleeping and, 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 and somehow manage to get a win. Okay, so Eric, you have us winning no matter what. Celso, you no, have no, no, no. I have a draw. If, if they draw, yeah, I have a draw, a draw. If they're rested, okay. I have us winning if they're not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I. Um, man. So, if they play Nashville, I think that we win this game. Like a four-two, a three-one type situation. If they are rested, I think it is a two-two, a one-one type thing. Um, or it's going to be a high-scoring game because this is what I know. Yeah. I know that I've watched a lot of their games and that their their goalie has really stepped his game up since since Messi has been there. It's like he has a, he's a new guy. He really tries. However, before he got there, dude, a lot of balls got past him. This is facts, and we could get some passing. So if he's on his best game, it's going to be a low. Same thing with with our goalie though, dude. Like he is, he can be so great. And then they just do these little chips and boom. It's like, Oh man, what the, so I can really see if they're rested, like it's both guy, like both teams are coming out hard and the both goalies are on point. Oh, it's one, one, two, two. But if they're both having these shit games where they're letting these like little floaters go in, Oh, we're looking at like three and four goals, you know, and I, I can see it. Like, I yeah, can really man. See it, you know, yeah, like, form. yeah, you know, I and mean, I, I can see both teams. So I got to say, like, the, if they're rested, I'm a little bit more worried than if they're not rested, right? We're, I'm hoping that they're playing the Nashville game, coming to LAFC there. LAFC going to win, you know, 3 1. If not, I, I do, I do see it being a closer game. You know, I want to, want to say LAFC is going to pull it off, but I, I think we're happy with a draw. Um, Worst comes to worst. You know what I mean? And I hate to say it. That's truthfully how I feel. 
I don't know if I'd be happy about it. I think LFC now has to win the games at home. I think it'd be a disappointment. You know what I mean? Because you expect I mean, it's way more, and it is still Miami. A points yeah, a point again. right now, so so. We gotta get all the points we can take, bro. We want to win at home always, but we cannot lose at home. Exactly. Right. Like we can't. I, don't know. Lose I think home. dropping two points is at home is is pretty bad, it's you know. And and so I think at this point, you guys know how I feel. You you need to be tying away. And look, LAFC is doing okay away. I thought the away record was really bad compared to other teams, and LAFC is like right in the middle of the pack. It's not great, but it's just that hard to win away, especially when you travel out east. Yeah. We've actually been decent playing the West certain teams, and this is why I still believe that if we show up against St. Louis, I'm almost going to that game, man. I really want to go there. You know, if we can show up there, I will have faith that this team can do something. Well, listen, at the end of the day, Miami is coming to BMO Stadium. 32-52 or Let's not, see. be there and be loud. And uh, there's no way that that many people, I get it, I get it, you're selling tickets, going to pay things off. Times are hard. You do what you got to do. I, any other time, I'll be bashing the shit out of you. I'm not even going to lie. Times are difficult. People do what they got to do. You can't hate on that. But they still ain't going to sell out the 3252. And our boys are going to show up and they're going to be loud. And uh, I have a feeling LAFC is going to show up. I'm with you. So, so I think we show up, man. But we'll see what happens comes tomorrow. For the Nashville-Florida game, Florida, everyone there, hope you stay safe. But, you know, if you play, um, hope they're tired legs coming in to Sunday. If they don't play, we got to get ready for that war and show up in your black and gold gear and get ready, man. And uh, I look forward to this game. This game is going to be a big one for LAFC, man. And, and uh, you know, I get it. It's just another game. But let's be the first team in, in MLS to put it you know, a spanking on Miami. Let's be the first ones to go in there and, and get three points off this team, man. You know? Convincing. Uh, convincing. It might happen tomorrow. I think tomorrow's going might, might happen, but we'll see. I don't think I don't think it will. Your, your, boys from, your boys from Tennessee might do it. Yeah, they might do it. <laughs> they might put it on. Hey, man, they're playing well. They're playing good, too. But I just think, I think Miami has it, you know. Even if they walk away with one point, that's still going to be – Okay, and then they're going to come here. So Miami, Miami's doing things. But, man, guys, we appreciate y'all coming here and joining us here at the Voice of the Black and Gold. Make sure you hit that thumbs up for us. Um, and we'll do a uh, – man, maybe we should do a Spaces Sunday after the game. Even Let's though it's it. a home game, maybe we should do one after or something. But we'll, we'll let you guys one. know about it. Thank you all so much for joining us here at the Voice of the Black and Gold. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll get back with you next Tuesday. Thank you.